welcome back to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 165 for the week releasing Monday, June 20th, 2011. Hello, everybody. Welcome again. We're back in the studio. This is Adam, and here's Doug. Hey, everybody. This week, we will be in Animal Kingdom. Well, I figured it was a nice place to be now that I know it's probably as hot as the sun there again. Anyway, specifically in Animal Kingdom, we will be at the, uh, the Discovery Island uh, Tree of Life trails that go around the tree. And so we're going to actually play you some recordings and stuff. Recordings, highlights, recordings of what Adam and I did as we were kind of walking around. Some of the things that you see, some of the things you can do on those trails. And it's a really nice experience, so we thought we'd share it with you. Okay, before we go on with the show, this gigantic announcement is so awesome and it's so great. And the big announcement uh, that we have this week is that Roy is now an official member of another organization that books travel and uh, they are well known in the Disney world and Disneyland and booking and they are called uh, Mouse Fan Travel. Uh, MEI is the name of the organization but Mouse Fan Travel is the Disney end. They actually have a universal end which is called Universal Fan Travel and Roy is amazingly he got in, he applied. I forget how many applicants they actually have a month and and I think they only have like 12 or 15 employees or something like that. It's crazy. But anyway, Roy is just, he's got a plethora of knowledge of, of traveling and especially Disney oriented. And uh, anyway, he got in, applied. They said, uh, yeah, yeah, it sounds good. And of course, Roy is affiliated with us because, hey, we, we do the show together. We do stuff together. And so now, um, if you guys want to uh, book any kind of vacation with us, of course, we can do anything for you want, that you want. It doesn't have to necessarily be Disney or Universal. But uh, the whole point in saying this is we will now have more official things out there that are available. And if you've heard of Mouse Fan Travel and you want to use them or you do use them, uh, if you mention Roy's name in the quote, it will give him the credit to say, hey, he's the agent. And not only that, but then he'll be the one and we'll be the ones responsible for booking your trips, getting you organized, um, all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's pretty exciting stuff. So uh, check out our Book It tab. It's all updated now with all the information that will uh, give you links. I'm, there's two links out there that are important if you're um, going to Universal or Disney. You can get a quote. And those quotes I will put links to, those are out there, and you can click and it basically gives you information and it says, please give me a quote. And uh, let me give you an example, like the Universal one, it actually has a drop down for which resort you want to stay at. So it gives you the three Universal on-site resort hotels and then it gives you some off-site stuff. For example, the best Western Orlando getaway, Double Tree Universal entrance. Double, double Tree, I was waiting to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, the Nickelodeon Suites Resort even. Awesome. And uh, yeah. some different things in there. Um, also, if you click on the uh, package deals, they actually give you the package deals right in within the quote. So for example, the two-park getaway package or the special Wizarding World of Harry Potter package. Not that anybody would want to go there. Nah, yeah, you know. (laughs) But we've spoken about that before Universal's running those deals. For the most part, we're going to not so much post those deals on our site because it changes constantly. It's just going to be a link directly to Mouse Fan and Universal Fan Travel and MEI. Mouse Fan is hooked up, though. Oh, yeah. They have stuff going on all the time. So you talk about expanding our horizons and what uh, we'll be able to do through Roy. 
it's going to be beyond anything that we can probably even think of right now. Yeah. So. And and I, I don't want to stand here and say, hey, you know, you need to book with us. You need to book with us. But I do want to give you a couple examples. The first example is... Um, we're going to announce this in the news here in the next segment, but Disney has changed their prices for 2012. I went online and I immediately, I'm like, okay, great. Let me let me throw together a package deal on Disney's online queue, and I want to go to a value resort, and I want to go in December. What happens? Disney's thing shoots back at me. Oh, there are no rooms available. There are no rooms available. Well, obviously, it's 2012 in December. There are rooms available. Just give me a quote. Well, the thing is just... In fact, I backed it up through like October and it still didn't even give me any numbers. Contact us. Roy can definitely get you that. Second thing I want to say is we recently actually, Roy worked with a family we know here in town and in our hometown that just got back from Disney World. They were there. They booked, the, they booked through Roy. While they were there, they decided, you know what? Let's just stay a couple more days. Well, because Roy is just such great with his customer service, and I was talking to him a little bit through this. Uh, so Roy's just a happy oh, to man. keep somebody he, there longer, he, not totally. because of profits, but because Roy, is a, he's a Disney nut. Mm-hmm. So, Not <laughs> only that, is he is more than willing to help you out in anything you want to go to, Universal, Cruise, whatever you want to do. But the point of I'm saying that is, when you, when you book with Disney or an online seat, Expedia or whatever other travel site that you you can think of, they're not going to be with you through the process. They'll get you the deal up front and then they'll be like, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, there's a special deal just came out while you guys are there and it's got free dining, but too bad. You already booked with us and you put your deposit down. So a travel agent is going to help you out more than that. More than uh, that, Roy and our team will help you out while you're on your vacation. If you need some extra help, if you need some... Who knows? Park hours. Ice. We have Twitter. We have cell phones. We have texting. The three between the three of us, Doug, Roy, and I, we will help you out if you book with us. And it's it's just there. It's customer service, and it is the way that we want to make. We want to run things until until we have no help. Until we have so much so much um, so many bookings that we can't help anybody. I think we're going to run it like this as, much, as far as we can. So anyway, all that to say, give Roy a call if you are interested in a quote or go online, check out Book It tab to get a quote on Universal or, or Disney. And the number for Roy is 855-441-4414. That's toll free, of course. And uh, so yeah, and you can also email us if you need some more info. It's right there on the website. We are, we'll just forward you right to Roy. Or, or if you go to the Mouse Fan Travel site, make sure you put his name in the quote once again. And I think you can email them individually, it, but it just basically just put Roy's name in there, and we'll be the we'll be your representatives. We'll be able to help you out. And I have to say, yes, there. I'm sorry, I keep talking about this, <laughs> but the, there's so many Disney podcasts out there that already use Mouse Fan Travel. Right, and that is why, honestly, though, that's why they're hooked up. Yeah. It's because they're not a very small outfit. No, it's just working no. with you know a few select Disney people or stuff you know across the uh, well in one state or in mm-hmm. one city or now these they're all the way across the country. But the difference so. between us and them is that they're just going generically to the entire company. We're not. Right. We're going directly to Roy. He's an agent. You put him in on the quote. He will be the one to deal with you if you put him in not somebody else that you may not know as much. And it's not saying they're not going to help you out. They'll help. But because you are listeners of our show, we're going to take that extra effort to help you out. And in fact, we've already helped out several people who didn't even book stuff with us. They were asking about 
We have a listener in Washington that she wanted DVC point info and how to get some points there. And so we helped her out there. I mean, uh, just a variety of people that are already contacted us just for questions and different things like that. So there you have it. Pretty exciting news. It's a, it's a step in the right direction of where we want to go with the podcast and everything. And now it's something that you guys can benefit from as well. So, All right, everybody. <laughs> That's it. And uh, make sure you give Roy a call. So now on to Disney news. So I guess the biggest thing is, uh, go ahead, Doug. Shut you up. can make the biggest okay, one. Okay, we're just going to actually uh, tear through some news here of stuff that's going on within Disney World. Uh, first thing is uh, September 30th through November 13th, you'll have the uh, the next uh, what is it, 16th annual Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. And I just want to go through some highlights with that. Uh, Hawaii, the Caribbean islands, and Portugal will all debut marketplaces at it. So look for Kalua pork sliders from Hawaii, rope veja in Caribbean in the Caribbean, and calamari, calamari salad from P- Portugal. And they're going to have the uh, Odyssey Lounge open, uh, where guests can check in with friends and family back home, play games, surf the web, uh, while enjoying a specialty cocktail or a glass of wine. Uh, the Odyssey Lounge, for, for anybody who doesn't know, is kind of uh, well, how do we describe that? It's kind of off the water. It's got a couple walkways that go over the water, mm-hmm. and then it's just there. It's been used for nothing for years. It's a part. Of, it was kind of a part of a world showcase, but it's not. It's not Future World esque, but it's it more would be outside of like where the world showcase wonders, wonder, wonder of life pavilion. Used yeah, to be. but it's not. But Wonder of Life kind of Wonder of Life kind of faced. Well, it's kind of yeah. Anyway, but that stuff is separated. I would consider this a world showcase. But anyway, it's just an area where you could normally it was just bathrooms because they had the building closed. You right. couldn't go in there. Um, but back in the day, it was open. I don't even know when they closed it. But anyway, it's open now. And it's why it's it's air conditioned. You yeah. can stop and get a. I think that'd be cool. Know, It'd be great because it was so crowded when we were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, any place else that they can open to kind of pull some people out of yeah. that zone where you're just eating will be great. Uh, the big thing too with that, they're going to have charging stations for mobile phones and elect- other electronic devices in there, Very which I thought was interesting. Yeah, great that's idea. A, that's a, a good idea, idea and but plus it's a like, good place to go and cool off. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's hot during that time when you're there. Yep. Uh, let's see, they're also doing the Eat to the Beak uh, concert series still. They're going to have uh, Pointer Sisters, the orchestra, which is former members of ELO, and then the Gym Blossoms. ELO, I loved during the 80s, so anybody who knows them, uh, go and check them out. I think it'll be a good time. Gym Blossoms were popular in the early 90s and they're gonna have taylor dane kicking it off and we had some actually we had some taylor dane playing in the background when uh let's see when we were recording, we were there we were there yeah so yeah she was the opener last year for it anyway uh-huh. okay that's so I, I don't want to drone on too much about that uh but that's kind of uh gives you some quick highlights as to what's going to be going on with the food and wine festival before we continue i just want to say check disney's blog they're always putting stuff yep. out i know there's other podcasts out there that are right on the ball with things and they'll announce it but in reality if you're just watching the blog you'll see this stuff the second they release it even on twitter yep there's a disney parks blog the blog on twitter and they show it's videos great. they do all kinds of stuff there's on an rss there that... feed even if you have a mobile phone you can just go to the rss feed and you don't get all the pictures and right. it doesn't take forever to load yep. Yep. Anyway, we'll continue with more things. Okay, guest rooms. Uh, new guest rooms at uh, new resorts and 
and prior i mean prior uh what is it i want to say resorts that are, have been around for a little while the, let's see it's disney's caribbean beach resort they're going to be do, do, doing disney story rooms uh they're now available for booking vacations for 2012 um, Several of these have already been, like the pirate rooms have been out. They've right. already been in use. And I think they use that as kind of like a soft opening, if you would refer to it as that. But yeah, there's other things going on. Okay. And so anyway, those are like $189 a night uh, starting at, I don't know, they seem a little pricey in some ways for me. But if your kids enjoy that and you're going to spend time in the room, then uh, cool. Then do that. Uh, Disney's Art of Animation uh, Resort. Uh, we'll start. It's it'll open in 2012, and it'll start booking at $94 a night, and family suites start at $248 per night. Uh, once again, you know what, everybody, think, think, think about uh, renting DVC points. Uh, it's really a good idea. For that kind of money, you you could probably do okay with DVC. Uh, all right, we're just gonna move on past there. Uh, move on into some dining. The dining plan, Disney's dining plan for 2012, prices are going up, not across the board, but just some prices will be going up. Quick service is going to remain the same, $34.99 per adult uh, per day, $11.99 per child. That is the same as it was in uh, 2011. The uh, table service plan is actually what's going up. It's going to be priced at $51.54 per adult, $15.02 per child, and there's also holiday and peak pricing which will be uh, $53.54 per adult, $16.02 per child. And this represents a $5.50 per night increase per day increase for adults and $3 for children. Uh, it's getting what? close to maybe to where you can actually price yourself and probably uh, maybe just by eating without the dining plan. It depends, well, depends on how you want to eat. Yeah, but you got to remember the prices on the dining plan are going up, but all the prices in the rest of the park that's, are going up. True. So it's it's all around. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention: there's no longer two snacks with the quick right. service dining plan anymore. Yep. You only got one. That was so they are know, leaving so. the price the same, but you're losing something. Mm -hmm. And and several other things I wanted to mention: you're you're mentioning 2012 in here. Uh, the ticket prices actually just just now have been boosted for 2000 the rest of 2011 yeah, this is park ticket prices park right. ticket prices and this is actually mm -hmm. two times in 10 months that they've raised them yeah and you know what this is just the state of uh the economy yeah i don't blame disney for this you, you got to do what you got to do to keep up and uh the economy the dollar is kind of slip sliding around so much that they kind of have to do what they have to to uh keep themselves solvent that anyway so i was gonna say that's why it's even better to do a package deal yep. where you've got the like if you're going to do free dining well, of course, free dining is free dining. It's a good deal. Any other kind of special they'll come out with. And, of course, Roy will be right on the ball with that kind of stuff if you guys are interested. And, you in know, it. and also, remember, the more days you stay, the less you pay for mm -hmm. each day uh, yep. as far as ticket prices to get into the park. So that that's always a way to go. And I know that's difficult for some, but just look at that at least. you know, If you can, just take a look at it. Uh, let's see here. Do we want to run through any of the? Ticket prices. I've got them here. I, just actually, I think we're good them. because it's. I'll it's just give you right off the top. Generic. Okay. Uh, basically, a base ticket uh, for an adult is ninety dollars and fifty-three cents per day, eighty-four dollars and fourteen cents for a child three to nine. If you buy, uh, let's go to ten days. Ten days for an adult is three oh nine ninety-two. That's ten days now. And remember, I told you ninety dollars for one day. So add that up. Uh, you're actually. <laughs> You know, generally you'd be looking at nine hundred dollars for ten days, and right. all of a sudden you're 
you're looking at 309.92. And there's always that option too, and it's expensive to do, but if you want to buy a 10 day and you want to buy uh, no expiration, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, you need to do that though at least uh, 14 days after you've used the ticket. Correct. To begin with, there are many things that I would say talk to Roy about. I can sit here and go on and on and on. And yeah. And we could get it right. I know how it works, but there's no reason to take up a lot of show time for things that people may know and things that I would rather have them even discuss with Roy. And if you're, you're probably familiar, if you guys are Disney fans, you already know this. But like, for example, the three-day base tickets are like almost $250, $250 for an adult. If you add like $7, you're at four days. If you're adding another seven here, $6 for five, and then another six goes to six days another seven dollars goes to seven days it's basically with those increments after that point so the three day and the the higher you go the cheaper it is before you go to the and next remember step, so. everybody okay i just said ninety dollars and 93 cents all right if you can get in there during a hard ticket event do that because you're looking at 50 to 60 dollars per person for that day that's true for the hard ticket event eh, it's half the day from, it's yeah. half the day it's not the full day yeah but, i mean you're there until midnight but you're there and, and let's face it most people are hitting they're they're heading out of the parks before they're there for an entire day and it's less crowded right yep because no one's not as many are gonna buy in the, the evenings well, unless cooler, you're unless it's crowded it's unless halloween day halloween, halloween day you're right. not it's gonna be crazy right. but, but, but most of the time take a look at that it actually it's mm -hmm. a great idea if you just have some kids too that Maybe wouldn't mind hanging around at the pool. Go over and check out Downtown Disney. There's tons of stuff to do over there for free. You can eat, hang out, do that. Head into the parks around 4 or 5 o'clock, and you're good to go then for the evening. Yep. So I, th I think that's about all the news. Unless that wraps you up cover the news. That was as fast Great. as I could talk. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so in reality, we just kind of wanted to touch base on that. I know a couple weeks ago we, we touched a bunch of news that we hadn't caught up with. But anyway, there you go. There's the basics. We'll continue to... Just post links on our Book It tab. Just contact Roy. He knows right away what's going on. As soon as he gets the mail or email or we get the emails or if you send quotes to MouseFan, we can't control MouseFan's response time. We can control our response time. And if, you, so you, if you'd rather contact us first, like Roy, before you send the quote to MouseFan or get a quote from MouseFan, that's fine. Then, we're, then we know ahead of time. He can probably prepare something even quicker because he'll do it within a... I don't know, a four-hour period, probably. Well, it's like anything. If you're, you're doing it all the time, you're going to... That stuff kind of goes off the top of your head. Yeah. So. But anyway, uh, we're on Eastern time here in the United States, so if you guys are anywhere within that period and you contact us in enough time during a normal business day, I'm sure we could get to you and get you some money, uh, quote there, and, and go from there. So... With that, there's the Disney news, and I think we're ready to break now. Yep. We're going to break, and then we're heading into Animal Kingdom. Okay, so now we can finally slow down a little bit. I felt like we were going a million miles an hour back there, which is fine. We wanted to get through some of the information for you. Um, so this show really is about slowing down. And it's about slowing down because it's about Animal Kingdom. And yes, Animal Kingdom in a, as a whole, that park is about slowing down. Yeah. And taking it in, immersing yourself. And, and yeah, Disney does a good job, of course, like we always say, immersing you and everything that you're in, but the other parks have a little bit of a flavor of, well, I, okay, World Showcase is a good part of Cop that is not fast, but it's a good way to just relax, 
learn, um, be with your kids, enjoy your family, enjoy being on vacation, take a good time. Each one of them, each one of the parks have a section like that, Um, but each one of them are completely different. Like World Showcase is more, obviously, more concrete, more contemporary, more structured. Uh, where Animal Kingdom, actually, I mean, when they say you're in Haramba, Africa, it's like being in Haramba, Africa. Of course, it's not exactly like, but if you took the poverty and stuff out and cleaned some things up, it still has the look and feel of being there. With the lighting, with the ground that you're walking on, with the scenery, of course, it's around you. There are many things like that. Mm-hmm. And Tree of Life and the Discovery Island paths and stuff uh, just feed into that a little bit more. All they do is they, too... If you go on Kilimanjaro Safari, you know, you get a distant view of a lot of the animals. When you go on these paths, you actually get a close-up view oh, yeah. of being right there, um, yeah. and which I thought was really cool. Uh, plus, there are just so many other things on these paths to kind of mm-hmm. see and do. Take your time. Um, we were there on a fairly kind of a busy day, I think, yeah. Yeah. yeah and there was... wasn't very many people up on this path at all. No, and it's yeah. because, honestly, even after you've gone on the paths and you come off, it's hard sometimes to just find where the entrance to the path is. Yeah, And totally. we, that was in our audio even, where mm-hmm. we had just come off and we were looking for the next stage to go up in. And we were like, uh, okay, where is this thing? Where is it? Mm-hmm. And so it is hidden kind of well. Which... but. It's on purpose. Yeah. They do that on purpose. They want you to explore. This park is about that. Taking your time exploring. And it, you're, I mean, so. you're literally right at the base of the tree. Uh, the cool thing that Adam and I noticed is that um, you, you have the tree, which of course is concrete and artificial. And there is also, you know, of course the artificial leaves hanging off the tree and stuff. But when you start to look around, you'll notice where a lot of the vegetation is growing in with the concrete and growing in with the tree, the mm-hmm. fake tree. And so it is actually slowly becoming real vegetation. The two are mixing very well. Yeah. And so I thought that was kind of cool. I noticed that in places we go, we went. Uh, it's also a good chance, too, to get near a lot of the uh, water that comes off the tree and how the yeah. tree is kind of fed. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really unique. It's awesome. Mm. And so to hear and to be around that and all the different ways that they chose to bring the water down off the tree uh, is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah... While this park is different than the other four, and you say you're you're the average Disney goer, you only go once every three, four, five years. We totally understand if you want to just go do the main attractions and get out of there, it's fine. Um, but I highly recommend maybe take that extra day and check out Animal Kingdom to its full potential. Spend the entire day there if you can. Eat dinner there, eat lunch there, or pack your lunch and go take your lunch. Sit on a bench and go in back on one of these paths and go check it out. Awesome. Yeah, Your kids will love it. I guarantee that it is fun for the whole family. It is not, okay, maybe teenagers may not enjoy it as much, but. I, I don't know though, I mean, because I have to say, and I would have thought that teenagers would not have enjoyed it, but um, uh, when we were on this path, there were some teenagers that came along. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, they were close to teenagers probably that came along. Seemed to be having a really good time. Yeah. Uh, they seemed to be excited and talking to their parents about what they were seeing and what was going on and stuff like that. Sometimes, too, it's nice to just get out of the hustle and bustle of just getting into the next line, going on the next ride, and just kind of getting into that groove. Uh, this is kind of, it kind of breaks you away from the noise and the, the chaos of kind of what's going on out mm-hmm. down on the regular streets. Yeah. But you don't lose the music. Yeah. Which is, is really kind of nice. Um, it enhances yes. what you're doing. It's not it's not a distraction. It's not a separate world. You actually enhance by what you see and what you hear. 
Right. And while you do hear nature sounds like water, you know, water running and there's this huge waterfall that's right there. You're also hearing the background of the soundtrack within, involved in it. And, and it's, stuff, it's so. really kind of amazing, too, that this, this trail uh, in one part winds very close to the entrance and the exit of, uh, oh, what's it called? It's Tough to Be a Bug? Is yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and you really, I mean, I've been in that line for that attraction before, oh. and I didn't really notice anybody there coming through. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they were. Mm-hmm. But it's neat how you kind of wind up on them and you see them and you're kind of up above them and you can see what's going on. And what, so. I'm glad you brought that up. What's cool is I'm sure most people that have been to this park have been to that attraction. That queue line gives you a small glimpse of what this trail, one of these trails, gives you. In, right. in, in, that's and amazing, I think most people amazing. probably, if they didn't, well, and some people did notice us because we purposely looked down at them. Yeah. I think they kind of want to know, what the heck? What are they doing? Yeah. Where are they at? And are, are you they paying doing? extra to go on a special tour? You right. probably, yeah. Right. So. And so, yeah, you, and you would wonder that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it is a, a nice kept secret uh, within the parks. Uh, so to go and check that out is really, I think it's an awesome thing to do. So um, anyway. I was just going to say two more things. One, Joe Rohde, the main Imagineer that helped build Animal Kingdom. And Olani now. And Olani. And he's he's done on – he was actually helped with uh, Epcot's World Showcase, too. Yeah, you're right. He did. Um, Anyway, he purposely said – now, are you guys – I think someone asked him in an interview. Somebody asked, are you guys going to release books to tell us, you know, where these things are in Animal Kingdom? And he said, no, absolutely not. This is a park about exploration. Hence the reason why they're called Discovery Trails. Yes. And so that's the point of this. Now, if it weren't for us telling you, maybe you would know about it. But maybe the point is that within the Disney community or within travelers and people that go to talk amongst each other to go find these things because we've experienced them and it's it's an amazing thing. And I can't wait to go back and check out even more because I know there's more that I haven't been to. But that's one thing. The second thing I wanted to do is maybe give you a little a little audio talk here quickly to tell you where they're at a little bit. Um, the first one I want to say is the very beginning of the park, as soon as you go through the turnstiles, the Oasis. Wander within the Oasis. Now, we'll have, I think... We'll have a show on that. We'll have a show on that. Right, okay, right. we'll talk about that one in another show because there's just so much there. Obviously, we can do a whole show on it. Uh, and then this one that is the main audio of what we're going to play here in a bit is is around the Tree of Life. And this this... Entrance is if you go, if you crest the hill and you're peaking, you peek and you see the tree of life, go down the hill and turn left. And then on, you got to look to your right and you got to really pay attention. The entrance is right there and you can go in there and that will get you started. And, the, and I think the, uh, what is it? There's like a tuna that's like six feet. Is yeah. it a tuna or a catfish or something? We have video something? of this. So if Adam okay. gets a chance, we have a ton of video of all of this. And he, if he kind of weaves it all together, yeah, I believe it was a tuna. Or sh- I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. We it, we we have a picture of the sign. If I could see the sign right now, I guess I could. It just was either look it a up. tuna. It's fine. Well, it, it's anyway. You'll see this huge fish that's it's like, like six feet. Yeah, six six hundred pounds, and it's like six feet yeah, long, six and feet you long. actually see it in the water. That is the end, like the one start, of, and you just continue. You won't even know you're going to get to where you're going to go until you just go the whole path. No, so go right. check it out, and uh, I'll try as much as I can to put that on video. It'll be on YouTube, and I'll I'll see if I can put it on the feed, or maybe it won't be as good as the high definition we get from uh, the HD from YouTube. But anyway. Um, if you have any questions about that, we'd be more than willing to help you out. Animal Kingdom, for me, 
I I saw a survey online and I was gonna click Animal Kingdom as my favorite park, but it didn't have it in the options. It was it had like <laughs> Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea and different things, so I just clicked Epcot. But I I really Epcot and Animal Kingdom are my almost yeah, like they're... tied for my top yep. top parks. But anyway, it's a it's a great park and a great area around here to check out. Okay, so we're gonna play some audio pieces here. The first one is actually Adam and I just. Uh, uh, Adam's kind of describing uh, the carving, some of the carvings and stuff that are in the tree. You are literally at the base of the tree at some points, and so you're looking right right at the carvings. Carvings, too, that you won't see if you're just waiting in line to see a bug's life and stuff. So anyway, uh, listen to this, and we'll be right back. There's like a tiger right there, but then like a right above him is like a beaver thing, whatever that is. Then there's a squirrel, a flying squirrel, with more squirrels crawling up it, and attached to a snake. But above that is like an octopus. Above that's a rhino. It's like you know, that's crazy. Down on the base, right here is a turtle. And, and look at the green. How yeah, I took a picture of that. It's growing. That's real. Growing it's into real, it. growing into. Yeah, it's quite awesome, actually. Okay, uh, anyway, so you kind of get an idea of what we were seeing and what we were heading into. Um, Hopefully, that audio gives you. Yeah, yeah. it does. I, I think it does. Plus, we're going to have yeah. pictures. Uh, yeah, and yeah. then the video will come up at some point, but there are also a lot of pictures of this, so. Anyway, you can kind of look at those. Also, uh, okay, next we're going to head up the path a little farther. And first thing is we come up on a stream kind of that ran past us. And it uh, dumps out over a waterfall on the opposite side of the path. And the neat thing is here, you get a good chance to hear the water. But at the same time, also you hear that the music is still present. And it's right there with you. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll play that. And then we're going to butt right into that with um, another area just up the path that you walk. And there's kind of a little cubby like a little cavern area built in with it open like a window on one side and water actually runs down the tree and over top of that area and pours down over that window area. And so you can stand behind the waterfall. Yeah. And so we have video of it, which I'm sure that'll make it into the video because it is gorgeous to watch the sun hit the water from the backside. And so, yes, it's not the Jungle Cruise, the backside of water. Oh, yeah, really? anyway, uh, anyway. It's cool <laughs> that you are walking in it's the closest to being inside the tree of life aside from the bugs life attraction also but. too you know there are a lot of places along this path where they have carved out stone benches regular benches yeah. where you can sit down this is one of those places where there's some places right inside of that area to sit and it's shaded and so between the water and the shade you're going to get cooled off might be a good place to just stop mm -hmm. hang out and talk for a little bit and enjoy the sounds of the water so yeah enjoy these sounds Thank you. 
that one's my favorite because I remember thinking how we were there and just the it's just an immaculate view of that tree walking under the roots seeing the waterfall and you're just amazed to think this is actually here yeah I mean where's the structure of the tree actually built into when they can put all of this stuff even around it yeah it's like there's not a uh, not an inch of land that's wasted. No. It's all used. But oh, the yeah. neat thing is, too, is to watch it. I'm sure if I would have been there the first year it was open. I don't think I was. I may have been closed. 98. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around that time I was there. Um, anyway, but to see how the vegetation is growing in, it's creeping up onto everything. That's mm-hmm. It really makes it awesome. Uh, anyway, so we have some other audio here that is actually just audio of uh, Adam and I just doing some other discussing of the tree, kind of what we're seeing, stuff like that. So... We'll just uh, put that in there, and you can listen to this, and then we'll be back. We have a little more audio, and then uh, we'll wrap things up. Just look how they sculpted, like, the... Oh, it's ridiculous, isn't it? The color. See the dark color of the wood from the tree branch? How it's kind of oozing right into the lighter color of the animal right there? The yeah. The dolphin-looking thing? But, yeah, it's not all just one color. But when I've seen special features of how they did this thing, they constructed the limbs and separately and brought them in. So they kind of just seamlessly stuck them onto this thing and molded it all together. Yep. And it's like, holy cow. You can see, too, see the moss starting to grow? Yeah. On it, And then there's real fern actually growing through it. Wow. Yeah, I give this thing another 10 years. A bunch of it, they'll probably have to come in and trim stuff back or you won't be able to see. I think so, too, yeah. I would say they've been doing that now. Yeah. Because they're maturing it, growing yep. it to mature it, yeah. And the, lint, the root comes way out here to this parrot. And this parrot's right here by our walkway. And then, and then the root goes way out into the water, almost as if the water is what's feeding it and growing the tree. Which is, that's pretty and, I mean, it was well thought out because what's happening now is all the real vegetation is making its way. Uh-huh. I would say probably already they're having to turn stuff back. Yeah. Okay, and so now we're up on to uh, what would be our last clip. This one is a little longer than the others. Um, basically, it is what you're looking at. There's kind of a waterfall. There's a stone structure still that is part of the tree. A lot of vegetation around you. You're closest, I really think, to the river at this point. And so yeah. if you glance across the river, you can see where Flame Tree Barbecue would be. And of course, other stuff on the other side of the river. It's fantastic place for pictures, mm-hmm. for video, for a lot of things. I was going to say the elevation is awesome because you are literally right at river's edge. Yeah. And Disney's smart. They can control the water so it's not going to flood there. So they can make it as close as possible to this path for you to still be able to walk. And then you run into another waterfall here. That's just another, it's immaculate. And well, that's, and it, it is awesome. If you think about it, how they have the waters pouring down every side of the tree. There are waterfalls and streams pouring to waterfalls that come down every side of the tree. Every area as you walk around has some sort of water activity going on. And of course, all that water then dumps back into the river. And mm-hmm. I, it's awesome. Awesome idea. Yeah. Uh, this is also the exit of Tough to Be Above. Bug, the bug life uh, attraction so in fact if you forgot about it and you can't find the path as soon as you exit this attraction turn left immediately follow back towards like this waterfall area and you'll eventually f- walk through the backwards part of what how we play the audio but anyway so we'll just play this audio and yeah and then we'll get ready to wrap the show up okay so enjoy everybody Good. Good water. 
Oh, this is the back side of where we were. Yep. Well, we were on the other side of the tree. The other side. <laughs> uh, it ends, but yeah. I told you, this is amazing. Yeah. This is one of the I can make of this. Yeah. It's shorter than the other one, but... Can you take a picture? Take a picture? Oh, okay. Actually, do a wide shot so you can get all this. Alright, so this little crevice it just reminds me of Tom Sawyer Island. Like, okay, I gotta record this. Okay, so that that's a great place to go relax. And, definitely, and definitely. It's awesome. To get out of the craziness that's going on. Sometimes it's tough to kind of be in this oh. park at certain times during sure. the day when it's hot and it's crowded and it can be rough. The vegetation creates, it's nice looking, but it creates humidity. 
And so when you gather up humidity, it makes it almost yeah. impossible at and times to be there. Let's so. face it, shade in Orlando is nice, but air conditioning is better. And yeah. this park doesn't have a lot of air conditioning no, it areas. So. Well, so, but these are some shaded, watery places, and having water around you will actually absorb some of the heat that's around you. And so it is. I think I think it's an interesting place too, as a family, uh, or even as a couple or whatever. Friends, go there. It's a good place to just kind of hang for a little while, and talk and look up and look at the stinking tree. I mean, it's right there above you. It's amazing. <laughs> look at the, look at the stinking tree. Look at the stinking tree. <laughs> Will you look up? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. All right. <laughs> so thanks for listening this week, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, one thing Doug was mentioning to me off mic here before we started recording, the fact that we have more audio that we can just play audio uh, and just do kind of like a full audio show like we've done with the Universal shows. Yeah, we just did a Islands of Adventure yeah. and we did a uh, Universal Studios. Yeah. And basically it's just raw audio that takes you from the beginning of our day Mm -hmm. can be even from the parking garage on through to the end. So when it's neat because I listened to this for some uh, from some other people, and it was amazing that when I hit certain places, and especially in Animal Kingdom, I heard the music and I realized, holy cow, this is just a thought to me. This is something I've only had autos, audio sensory of, and now here I am, and I'm hearing it, and I'm getting to see the pictures of what this person was looking at when they were Yep. You know, recording the yeah, audio yeah. for me. Which I think is cool. But we would love to hear from you. If you like that kind of stuff, we'll put more shows together like it. If you'd rather hear us talk about details, we can do that too. But email podcast at theseamazingplaces.com or click on our contact tab. And then other than that, just thanks so much for uh, listening and stay in tuned to all of our YouTube and Flickr and whatever else that we come up with. Uh, give Roy a call if you have any questions. Uh, 855-441-4414. Check out the book it tab for that info. And other than that, uh, we're, we're still chugging along. So uh, we'll hope be everybody's here. doing well out there. I hope so too. Yeah. So hope and you guys have a great week. Yeah. If anybody's struggling in any way of thinking, you know, I'd like to go to the parks, but I just can't think of any other ways to try to save money. Ooh. Contact us. Contact Roy. Contact both of us. This is the stuff that we love to talk about. So it's not like you're contacting us so that we can sell you all the time on something. Totally. Totally I agree. Am, I am. You know what? I am. Uh, what is it? I want to say. I am fired up at always trying to do something uh, for less money, even when the prices go up around me. Yeah. I always try to look for a way. How can I do it for the same or less money than I did at the time before? And there are there are ways to do that. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and still and have a better vacation than what you had before when you spent more money. Yep. And so that's what Adam and I are all about, and so is Roy. So give us a uh, give us a ringy dingy. Uh, give us an email. I don't care what it is. So we'd love to hear from you. Okay. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a great one. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2011. Thanks so much for listening. Hmm. Well, at least we made it here, both of us, to talk yep. about it, because this is a full show in itself. Yep. I mean, I was blown away when people said it. I was like, all right, yeah, but at the same time, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, my. Yeah, you've been here.